0: Welcome to the Kick Ask podcast, where we teach everyday people how to transform their knowledge into income, unlock their true potential, and build the digital business of their dreams. This is Chad from the Ask Method team, and I'm the host for this season's Kick Ask podcast, where I'll be joined each week by the founder of the Ask Method, Ryan Levesque, to dive into all things high ticket offers. Without further ado, here's today's show. Welcome back to Episode 3 of our third season of the Kick-Ask Podcast. Uh, We're joined here today and we will all season uh, with the founder of The Ask Method, Ryan Levesque. Ryan, how are you?
1: Chad, uh, love the topic. Love the conversation. Really glad to be here.
0: Awesome. Well, we're continuing uh, that conversation around high-ticket offers and as we alluded to last episode, we're going to jump right in and focus on coaches and consultants specifically, uh, right. getting you out of this one-on-one client trap. You know, it's it's really easy to start trading time for money as a coach and as a consultant. We all know there's a ceiling on that. Um, you know, how do we develop? You know, more consistent income. So just start us with kind of just from your perspective. What's the one-on-one client trap? What is it? Why is it easy to to kind of get into that?
1: Yeah, you know, I actually was here myself. Um, you know, when I kind of first got into the marketing education, business education, business consulting, marketing consulting um model, this is exactly what I did. You know, I was working one-on-one with clients and um I think at one point, uh I can't remember exactly how many clients I was working with, it was between 20 and 30 clients every single week that I was on the phone with. And um I was working like, you know, 60-70 hours literally like my day was like like back-to-back client calls Monday through Friday. Like it was, it was no break. Like I didn't even have a break to use the restroom or grab a bite to eat. Like I would just, it was just I'm like, sure that Whoa. was
0: energizing. That was super energizing for you. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, you reach a point where it's like, it was a breaking point. And, um, and I've yeah. shared the story elsewhere, but actually my health, my body broke. Like I, I, I literally was, I had to go, I was rushing to the hospital. Um, long story short, like I, I, I reached a breaking point and, um, I had to get rushed to the emergency room. I spent 10 days in ICU. Um, and, um, my body basically fostered an autoimmune response that manifested itself in the form of type one diabetes. My, my organs were shutting wow. down. So like literally like brought me to a breaking point where I had to rethink my life and rethink my model. Like this was not sustainable. Like I was pushing it as much as possible and not to say that everybody gets there or even needs to get there. But if you've ever done any sort of one-on-one work, I think you you feel like it's like it's, you reach a ceiling. Like I can't, there's, there's I can't do another one-on-one appointment. I can't do a, another one-on-one call. There's nowhere more for me to go. And, um, and so I was forced to really, look at, at what changes and shifts that I needed to make, but, but I'll speak to the problems that I hear people run into who are in this trap. And so one of them is there's this like weird thing that happens that the more successful you become, the harder you need to work. So it's like, you get more clients and then I don't want any more clients. Like I'm, I'm, I'm maxed out. I'm tapped out. So then you do things to like, not serve the best interest of your business. You like, all right, I'm not going to do any more marketing anymore because like I I'm maxed out on clients. And then, and then inevitably like clients go away and you're like, Oh crap, I need more clients. And then you get like rush to market. So it's like this roller coaster that you're constantly on where it's like, you either have too much work that you don't, you can't even like, you know, breathe or, Or you're like, where's my next paycheck going to come from? And it's like this feast or famine roller coaster that becomes like very stressful for doing that one-on-one work. Um, There's the burnout piece that we've talked about. Um, There's the sort of limitation of like, the only thing that, the only way you can make more money is if you work an extra hour and you're like, there are no more more hours. Um, And then the more hours you work, the less time you can spend working on your business. And you sort of resent like the clients that are coming through because you're like, I'm I'm already maxed out. Like, please no. Um, So it just becomes this trap. And, um, it really becomes a prison. And, and the reality is one of my mentors once shared this phrase with me, it's always stuck with me. He said, look, like, um, uh, the choices that you have made up until this point are responsible for the prison that you are inside of right now. Mm-hmm. It was like, Whoa, holy moly. Like that hit hard. That was like a sucker punch in the gut. And I was like, it's <laughs> true though, right? We make these decisions that put ourselves in this prison and you are inside of the prison you are in right now, whatever that prison looks like. And and the choices you've made up until this point have led to that prison. Now, the good news is uh, there's a key. And that key can unlock that prison. You can step outside Mm -hmm. those doors and there's a whole new future that's possible. And I learned that when I was forced to basically start over. I came out of the Mm -hmm. hospital. I had to tell all my clients, can't do this anymore. And I had to make a shift. And I shifted from a one-to-one model where I was working with clients one-on-one to a group model. And that model enabled me to scale and serve more people and make more money, ultimately working fewer hours. And I was forced to do that because of, for health reasons, I just couldn't keep up the schedule that I was on Mm -hmm. on before. But through that, like constraints breed creativity, through that constraint, it led to some creative discoveries and really a quest to find what I think is the, the most lucrative, sustainable, enjoyable, fulfilling Path for anybody who's on that one-on-one hamster wheel who wants to make a transition into a more scalable, leveraged model, serving more people in a simple, stress-free way.
0: Yeah, so good. Um, I'm sure coaches and consultants are listening right now. Is like, yes, I want that, and they know. You know, even if even if they've started to do to have some other product offerings, but if they're kind of in that hamster wheel, and trading time for money, I'm sure they're like, yes, I want that. And okay, sign me up, anything high ticket, give it to me. But what are some of the pitfalls or mistakes that you see coaches and consultants make most often as they're starting to create this more leveraged offer that maybe we can on this podcast, save them from making? Yeah. You know,
1: so first things first, you got to remember people don't, don't want you, they want the result you can help deliver for them. So 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 break through that paradigm of like, well, people need me. Like they want to talk to me. Like I'm the one that they know they want the result that you Mm -hmm. deliver. So when you think about that in those terms, they actually don't want you. They don't want the one-on-one time or need the one-on-one time with you. They need, they want that result. They want the feeling they get They want the experience of what that's like. It'll free you from this trap, the prison that you might be inside of right now where they need you. So I'll talk about three big mistakes, just given the time that we have. Three of the mistakes that people make with um, the process of shifting, making the move from one on one to a more group leveraged approach. And um, the first one is, um, uh, and these just all happen to be uh, C words um, to kind of keep it uh, alliterative. Um, the first one is complication or complicate. Mistake number one is people tend to make things too complicated. And, um, uh, I want to remind you that it must be uh, simple, scalable, and stress-free. So what you create, must be simple, scalable, and stress-free. Those are three things that you want to be aiming for. So the first big mistake that people make is, um, making it too complicated. And, um, you know, literally when you're scaling, when you're shifting from one-on-one to one to many, um, the way you deliver your advice, expertise, it can be as simple as, um, being in, in on zoom in a room from your house. Like, that's it. Like literally you can be, you know, with a small group of people on zoom in a room for your house and you can be serving and supporting people in that setup. So complication is the first big mistake. Second big mistake is a customization. So when you're in a one-on-one paradigm, it becomes this trap where you start like everything that every client that you do stuff with is a little different like oh this client gets this benefit and they get this much time with me on the phone and I do this thing for them over here oh and then client number 2 it's a little different it's kind of like this over here and then client number 3 before you know it it's like it's like going to a restaurant and imagine if people went to a restaurant and every time that you showed up like you could or you could ask the chef to make you anything you want like like, no menu. <laughs> There's no menu. Just like, all right, I want this, 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 and this. It would be chaos, but that's the prison that people create for themselves. I created that prison for myself. Like every deal was a slightly different price point, different. So you want to avoid complication, avoid customization. So to make it scalable, um, you, you don't need a huge team, but the secret is you've got to what we would call productize your expertise. You've got to create sort of that restaurant menu. Yes, you might be the chef in the kitchen. And yes, you went to culinary school. I get it. And you can cook all these different meals. But we've got to distill it down into five options that we can put on a menu. We've got to distill it down into a product ties experience that, that people are going to get. So customization is the second big mistake. Third big mistake, complicate, customize, compromise compromise is the third big mistake. And what I mean by that is for this to be sustainable for you long-term, um, it needs to be, um, it needs to be something that is stress-free. Otherwise you're going to end up in the hospital. Like, like I was, and I made all the mistakes. Like it almost killed me what I was doing. So, um, you've got to decide what are your non-negotiables. And right now, if you're listening to this or thinking about this, um, like I'd invite you to think about what is a non-negotiable that you have in, in your life? What's something that's important to you? Maybe it's like every day you want to have dinner with your family at night. Okay, great. So like, don't create a paradigm where you're going to, it's going to keep you out at night where you're going to have like late nights, you know, away from home. Um, You know, for Mm -hmm. me, like I created this paradigm that I I wanted to be able to work and live and travel with my family anywhere in the world. Like I wanted to be able to, I didn't want to have to, I don't like to be away from my family. I've got two young boys. I've got a wife whom I love very, very much. I love to spend time with my family. So we created a life and a business for ourselves that I don't have to be on the road. And I, and I've got some friends of mine who love that. They love traveling. They love going from city to city to city. That for me, I I've been there, done that in my, at a point in my life. And I wanted something that I could have, be home and have dinner with my family every single night that I can take my kids to practice. I can take my kids to school um, that, that I am there. That is so important for me so much. So it's a non-negotiable. And so for me, I wanted to create a stress-free offer whereby I don't have to travel. I can do it on Zoom. Mm. I can do it in the same way that we're having this conversation right here. So that may not matter. You might say, that sounds so boring, Ryan. Like, I want to I travel every single week. Great. Create a, a, a program that allows you to travel that you can be in a different location. Maybe it's the total opposite. Maybe you want to do a tour across America or tour across the world where you visit different clients in different parts of the world because travel is what's really important to you. So you want to create something that um, does not compromise on your non-negotiables. So those are the three big mistakes that I see people make is complicating, uh, complicate, customize, and compromise things to avoid.
0: So good. So what would you say... The answer is, you know, we just talked on (laughs) mistakes. So what would you say, you know, just kind of cutting to the chase. So what's, what's the answer uh, to kind of get out of this, just uh, kind of the rat race of, of the the one-on-one client trap.
1: It needs to be a leveraged high ticket offer built in the right way. And and what I mean by that is once you shift to a group paradigm, like if you can shift from working with one client at a time, To two clients at a time, that will change your life. Because if you can work with two clients at a time, then you can work with three clients at a time. You work with three clients at a time, you can work with four clients at a time. And when you think about that, the time that you were spending with one client at a time, one-on-one, you've just 4X'd your income potentially by being able to work with four clients at a time. Now we have programs that we work with 400 clients at a time. So the, the scale becomes very much expandable based on what your goals are. So, um, what does that include? Well, it needs to, um, create desire and demand for your, uh, uh, clients. Um, and you need to create passion and profit for yourself. Those are the ingredients desire and demand for your clients, passion and profit for you. You have those ingredients and you've got a winning offer and a winning model that is um, is sustainable and one that is um, is incredibly fulfilling and can be incredibly lucrative as well. You can make a lot of money you can do well financially and do good both in the world and in the lives of your clients.
0: Yeah. One of the things I, I see all the time that I think is a struggle and we're going off script a little bit here and I'm sure you've got pure gold mm-hmm. in this, but you mentioned, you know, as we're thinking this through is the, the number one way to kind of create a high leverage or leveraged high ticket offer mm-hmm. is productizing your knowledge and your expertise So what would you say, you know, as kind of people are sitting there, you know, we can't sit here and be like, Oh, I know everything about your own unique knowledge and expertise, but what's a way that people can start to be thinking about, Hey, what is it about my knowledge and expertise that I can productize to ultimately create a leveraged high ticket offer? Um, and I I know that a lot of times when people are by themselves, they can't do it. And Mm -hmm. then what also made you, you know, what I always tell people, this may kind of give you a jumping off point is y- y- there's probably things that you have forgotten about in the back of your brain that are so natural to you that people would pay for if you could just access them and be able to start writing them down. And it's those conversations you have with friends that someone's going through an issue and you're like, you, you know how to solve it, you know, depending on, you know, what that problem is. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that how do how, how can someone start to think about productizing their knowledge and expertise it's
1: it's a great question and it's, it's one of the things that when we with work with our clients it's it's a, an aspect of one of the things that we help our clients with for that very reason because when you know um uh, we've I've shared this with you before uh, a phrase that I'm a huge fan of um when you're inside the bottle you can't read the label and that's true I think, yep. with any business problem. When you're on the inside, you, you don't, you, when you have either um, unconscious, unconscious, unconscious competency. In your realm of expertise, you don't even realize what you know. And so it's hard to have distance around this. You need someone on the outside who can look in and say, oh, this is a way that you can do things. But the first kind of step that I'd start thinking about for anyone listening to this or watching this right now is, um, again, and I've shared this before, perhaps on this episode or previous episode, people don't want you. They want the result that they get by working with you or the feeling that they get in working with you. That's what they want. That's what they're after. They don't want you. So the thing to start thinking about is in productizing your expertise, how do you transform what it is that you do into some form of model method or framework? In other words, the process that you follow, If you were to just distance yourself from it, it's not you, it's not you, you as the magician with some magic trick that you're pulling out, but it's a predictable, repeatable process. So when you work with a client, what are the, what are the questions that you ask that client when you work with a potential, um, individual, what are the steps that you follow on the call? What are the common things that you do every single time? Take inventory. Just think back to the last five conversations that you had with the clients that you worked with. What are the things that are common across each of those client interactions? Those are the makings of a process, a repeatable methodology, a model, a framework that you can follow every single time. Now, when you are doing the same thing every single time, you identify those common points, then that's something that is repeatable. It's something that's predictable. It's something that eventually you don't necessarily need to be the person behind that delivery. You can transfer that knowledge and expertise to somebody else who can be trained in your method model or framework. So this is the beginnings of productizing your expertise and creating distance between you, the individual, the result that you deliver and the methodology that is the hero in the story. You're not the hero in the story. The methodology is the hero in this story. And that's what people are after. That's what is going to deliver that result. So start thinking in those terms. And again, take inventory of the last few client calls or interactions that you had. And what are maybe just a few of the things that, oh gosh, I do this every single time. Man, I didn't even realize it. That Mm -hmm. represents the makings, the beginnings of productizing your expertise.
0: Man, that's so good. I feel like that alone was worth listening to the podcast. I got some ideas even for my my own of kind of <laughs> what I'm what I'm thinking through in the future. So that's uh, it's really really good, Ryan. Thanks for uh, showing up here and kind of kind of putting yourself into kind of a coach, the consultant. Uh, you know, you probably know better than anyone. You did this, you know, as you kind of shared it. It led to really the, the demise of your health, mm. which kind of had a reckoning. Uh, which I, I'm extremely thankful for. Uh, I hate to say it, but extremely thankful that you kind of had that epiphany to say, "Hey, I want to, I want to do something different. I want to help more people." Right. And I think that's what's so beautiful about a high ticket offer. And this is something that I was actually thinking about when you you touched on earlier, is that you you can help transform more people. You can have greater impact in the world. Most coaches and consultants get into their work because they think they can make a greater impact and help more people than kind of the nine to five job, or you know, but then they they become the worst boss. You know, they see in the mirror every day. You know, they're very demanding of themselves, and they're going to stick it to the man, and then they stick it to themselves. Um, but what what I love about this is if you could get clear and you could productize your knowledge and your expertise and create a high ticket offer, you, you know, you're, you're helping tens of thousands of people through the Ask Method every year. You would have never been able to do that in the old model. Um, sure. The revenue and the profit is greater too. But I know at your at your core and your heart is the impact and the team, and what we get to what you we get to be able to partner together is those aha moments. You know, all the testimonials we talked about in episode two, people in the guitar space, the artist space, the tennis space, without the ask method, without the tools and the resources, which one of them is this is, is high ticket and thinking through we've got a, a boot camp coming up. We do this a couple times a year where you can really work with Ryan and his team for three days where you can really build the high ticket through a kind of our three-day boot camp. So I wasn't planning on asking this question, but I just think it's valuable you as you kind of even think through your own kind of high ticket offer. Boot camps would not be our highest ticket in the in in kind of in our product suite. Mm. But just share with us kind of a brief overview of why where boot camps fit in and why, and mm. why we're kind of devoting time to a high ticket uh, boot camp kind of coming up here in the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, you know, I I love the boot camp model for so many reasons. So, just a boot camp in in a nutshell is the premise behind it is being able to compress three months or even three years of knowledge, expertise, getting things done in a very short three-day window. Now it doesn't have to be three days. We like three days because three days is a, is a, is a good amount of time. But the premise is that you can work with a small number of clients in a very deep way in a concentrated, intensive experience and um, deliver a really huge transformation. Um, I learned early in my life that um, one of the most effective ways to maximize learning or maximize getting things done is in an intensive, immersive experience. I learned mm-hmm. this when I was, Learning language when I studied Chinese, like I learned more in like eight weeks of an intense experience than I did in like four years of like studying Chinese in college. Like I just learned the power of like short bursts of intense work. And then you get to rest and relax. And, and your clients want the same thing. Like they don't want to like work hard all the time. They're like, all right, I can burn the midnight oil for a couple of days, but then I want to like take next week off. And the beautiful mm-hmm. thing about a boot camp is like you could do like say one boot camp a quarter. And um, you can do three days, work really hard. You can take the rest of the, the next three months off. And then you do the same thing again next quarter. And what's crazy, we have clients who are doing this, and I'll, and I'll share more stories of this. We have clients who use this model and they work a few you know, weekends, uh, a quarter and they make more doing that than they were working like day in and day out every single day. Um, so it's a great lifestyle for yourself. If you're the type of person that's like, I'll work hard for a couple of days, but I want to take some time off with my family and travel and everything like that. It's great for your clients. Cause they get the same result. Um, and, um, and when it's done, it's done. Like if people invest three days with you, it's like at the end of the third three days, like it's done. And then you can choose, do you want to invite people to work with you in a deeper way. Like maybe you have like a, a, mm-hmm. a higher high ticket offer that comes on the back of a bootcamp or maybe you don't, maybe that's it. Maybe your bootcamp is it. Cause like, you don't, your lifestyle is more important mm-hmm. to you. So we love this model. It gets great results for clients. It's, it's a great lifestyle for yourself. And um, we've been doing boot camps, gosh, for for years and years and years now. And uh, to Chad's point, we uh, we just might have one coming up, um, and uh, it just might be about uh, creating, launching, and selling your very own high ticket offer. So stay tuned if you're interested in in what that experience is like and um, and going much deeper into this process.
0: Awesome, thanks, Ryan. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, coming soon uh, to the, to next week's episode is we're going to dive in all about kind of that that objection that some of you have is i have a tiny audience and i feel like i have to sell one on one so we're going to really dive into how to sell effectively uh, your high ticket offer even if you have a tiny audience without the necessary kind of one on one sales calls to ultimately sell a high ticket so tune in next week and we'll continue this conversation Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed our conversation around high ticket offers, I know you're gonna love our upcoming Pay As You're Able workshop on November 18th. All of the proceeds from this workshop will go to help build schools in Africa through an organization that Ryan and the team have been supporting for years. This is a workshop you do not want to miss. It's gonna be three hours where Ryan and the team are gonna go deep with you on all things, high ticket programs on how to price, create the right offer, ultimately sell it and scale that offer. It's gonna be doing that through case studies, is your own unique frameworks and proprietary systems. Trust me, you're gonna to want to be at this three hour workshop. You can go ahead and reserve your seat today by signing up at askmethod.com forward slash iticket. Again, that's askmethod.com forward slash iticket. Thanks for tuning in and look forward to seeing you at the workshop.